Welcome back to another episode of Important Missing Sucks. I'm your host, Glassford Crossville, and today is the wrap-up. Is the season finale, man, yo. 15 episodes in, and I am just so thankful. I am just so grateful for each and every single one of you. Anybody that shared the content that liked the content, that did even listen and click the link. I am eternally grateful you posted the content. I have, even though it's not a lot of y'all, but there's viewers in Brazil, uh, Korea, uh, England. You know, it's probably like one of y'all, but still, any any and all people, man, I'm just so grateful. I'm just so thankful, man. I'm so appreciative of all you guys, man. Thank you guys so, so much for just clicking in paying attention man it means it truly i kid you not it truly truly means the world to me man thank you and uh i just want to have like you know a little a little wrap up for season one kind of a look back of what happened this season and some people want to know why i created the show in the, in the first place well, you know, I, I've been I've been on a podcast before. Shout out to I heard some, you know, S word today. I don't curse, guys. I'm not sure if you haven't noticed, but check out their podcast as well. I was I was on a podcast with my boy Marcus Charles. Big shout out to Marcus. Big shout out to Brownsville. Big shout out to Brooklyn. You you know the vibes. And I was on there, and you know, I thoroughly enjoyed the experience. And the reason I created a podcast is because I just wanted to have something I can call my own. You know, I just wanted to have something where nobody can can tell me what direction I could take it in. Nobody can tell me when I'm going to drop an episode. Nobody can, you know, impede on what I'm trying to do. I, I, I can have a vision set in place and I can just bring that to fruition. And I just wanted something where it's my territory, you know. Even, even in any group project, in any group thing you're doing, it's always good to have something for yourself, you know, something that you can rock with, something that no matter what happens, you you have that there, you know. So that's why I started it. And, you know, during quarantine, you know, I'll be talking to myself a lot. I'll be talking to myself a lot. I'll be talking to myself about important topics. And I decided to create a blog. I already had a sports blog. So I decided to create just a regular blog about, you know, just societal worldviews and just important topics that may not get the light that it deserves. And then those blogs, I'm like, wow, a lot of people are like, yo, this would be a great podcast topic. I'm like, yo, that's a very good point. And I'm like, I've been meaning to make a podcast. And then, you know, pandemic hit and getting money. Now from, you know, unemployment, I'm like, yo, I'm going to use some of this money. I'm going to invest in some studio time. And that's that's how the podcast came to be. Now the name important miscellaneous talks stems from just just like I was I was thinking about something to call the blog. And I was like, it's basically the topic's gonna be basically important random thoughts. But I was like, random's kinda like I didn't really feel like random was just a good enough word. So I kid you not, I thesaurus other words that are similar to random. And miscellaneous caught my eye so the the, my name of my blog is important miscellaneous posts (laughs) and um now you know i started a podcast about basically the same topics or similar topics and i'm like well important miscellaneous talks and there you have it that's uh (laughs) that's um that that's how the name came to be and you know one of the biggest goals I wanted to accomplish with season one. You know, I really wanted to... A lot of people was wondering, like, what's your obsession with this word miscellaneous? It's not really an obsession, but it's just, like, just kind of how, how things went. And one of my biggest goals for season one is just to kind of really personify what miscellaneous is. You know, sometimes people... I Probably some people out there that feel as though the, the topics were all over the place. You know, we went from, you know, what would you do if you had a micropenis to uh, why nice guys finished last to... Why are you a Christian? To why is today music trash? To like, uh, why aren't you vegan? You know, we we it was a series of of, for, for lack of a better term, uh, rambled uh, uh, messages in in each episode. But that's kind of what I wanted. 
I, I, I wanted I wanted people to uh, fall no matter what you're interested in, I want this podcast to be for you. Right. And I think I have the ability to take a topic that most people probably figure that they wouldn't be interested in. And they'd still watch it anyway and have a good time. You know, so I think I can take about any topic about rent suitcases or, you know, hats or, you know, I'm being facetious. But, you know, just, just I feel I feel as though I could take any topic and make it interesting in some sort of way. So some of the I know some people like feel as though some top some topics weren't for them. Some episodes weren't for them. But I guarantee you if they clicked it, they were entertained. Some random topics like you could you could click on the why am I not a or why why aren't you Christian or why are you Christian episode and you could be a Muslim and you could still thoroughly enjoy the episode. Right? You don't have to be vegan to listen to that vegan episode. And you could still be thoroughly entertained. And that's another goal that I wanted to accomplish is uh having topics that were important with uh just comedic undertones. You know, because a lot of people, a lot of people feel as though, you know, people that know me, you know, off the mic, they think, you know, I'm kind of, a, you know, just a funny guy. I don't take anything serious. People associate laughter with immaturity. So a lot of people think I'm immature. I don't take anything serious. I don't really have much drive or ambition. So I, I love, I love how um, this podcast gave me a chance to prove them wrong because I'm, I consider myself fairly intellectual. I'm far from the smartest person in the world, <laughs> even though sometimes I can come off that way to some people. But I know for sure I'm very far from the smartest person in the world. I, I really feel as though that this podcast gave me the ability to show people that, you know, I'm a smart guy. I, I know what I'm talking about. Just because you disagree with me does not necessarily mean that I'm stupid, right? Laughter doesn't always equate to maturity. We talk about very serious topics here. Why can't uh, Spanish people say the N-word or why should they be able to say the N-word? A lot of people, especially in the black community, take that topic very, very serious. Take that topic very, very serious. And although I was laughing a lot throughout the episode, I still, I still, I still made sure, I still made sure that, you know, I focused on on the things that mattered within that topic. So yeah, that, that that's another thing I wanted to accomplish. I I, I want I want to create a I want to create a, a a platform where any and all people feel welcomed. You know. That that that's something that you know I, I aim for. I'm try I try to be as much all inclusive as I possibly can. Uh, an, another another person asked me, "Has any of your opinions changed? You know, with all the the topics that we've been talking about, have I changed my mind basically about any of the topics you talked about? And you know, for the most part, I would have to say no. In general, maybe just because I'm a stubborn person and I feel as though, I, I, honestly, I just really feel as though I'm." It might be a bad thing, but I really do feel as like I'm right, like the vast majority of the time. So I would have to probably say no. But there were two episodes that stood out that kind of changed my thought process towards the topic. One of those episodes being the biggest episode, I would say, is uh, "Why Are You Christian." Uh, that that was, I think, the most probably impactful episode uh, for me. The most uh, the episode that really brought me the most uh, just deep thinking and I think I learned the most from that one so far well maybe not learned the most but learned a lot from that episode brought my friend on from from high school in that episode and he was just talking about like just religion and things are how things are based on perspective and I was really like well damn like he was really hitting us with questions and scenarios that really had all three of us Christians in the room kind of like damn like, wow. Like, we all, and we still talk about this episode, like, a lot. Like, on a, like, yo, like, the things he was saying, like, was making a lot of sense. Like, and growing up in the church, like, we have a tendency to be so stubborn, especially when it comes to defending Christianity. Like, so, but with him, we didn't really feel the necessity to defend it because we're just like, well, damn, like, 
And he was hitting us with some hard-hitting questions that a lot of us just didn't know the answer to. And we were like, well, damn, I never thought of it this way. So I think that was the episode where, why are you Christian? That was probably the episode where, not necessarily changed my mind because, you know, I, I'm going to forever be a Christian. I want to raise my kids up in Christianity and want to marry a Christian woman. So not necessarily changed my mind, but definitely uh, opened up my eyes to a lot of things and how other religions and other people may see things. So that episode and the is Elon Musk a superhero episode that was not necessarily didn't didn't really change my mind, so to speak. But ever since that episode, I've been looking into what Elon like I've been looking into, like, why some people may consider him a superhero and my friend Davon, another guy I know since high school, he's a smart guy, has his own business and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I make sure I pick the right people for the right topics. And he was like a strong advocate for Elon being a superhero. And I was like, bro, there's no way Elon's a human being. But then again, when you look, when you look at it, he was basically like, because I, I was first making the argument that Batman and Iron Man aren't superheroes for real. They're just, just high caliber humans, like... What's Iron Man superhero? His mind? Like, you know, because once he walks out of that suit, he's just the, you know, regular guy like me and you. But I kind of, looking back at it, I really do get a lot of the concepts that he was bringing to the table. His 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 kind of thought process was Batman, he doesn't necessarily have a superpower, but the fact that he's one in a million makes him a superhero. The fact that Elon is one in a million makes him a superhero. And I look back, I was like, you know, he kind of he has a point. I wouldn't consider Elon a superhero because he's still a human. And we talked about in the episode of, like, how anybody can just be Elon. And he was, like, adamant against it, no. And, you know, my friend Yanni was asking around, like, you know, who do you think? Why don't you think you could be Elon? Da-da-da. And... It's kind of like you can work as hard as you possibly can and still not be, you know, an Elon. Like, although each human is, you know, created equally, and even if you put forward the effort that Elon puts forward and then some, you still might not get to his level of intellect or innovation. And I think that's what he's trying to say. Like, yo, Batman is a superhero just because he's so rare. He's so rare. So I got, you know, looking back at it, I talk about it with myself a lot. Uh, is Batman really a quote-unquote superhero? Is Elon really uh, a superhero? But I'm still kind of held firm on my beliefs, but I definitely understand a lot more where Davon was coming from. So next, I want to talk about how far I've come as a host. So on the first episode, it was it was about... Uh, why nice guys finish last that episode was about 37 minutes long it's probably one of my shorter episodes and going into that episode you know it's my first time hosting a podcast so i've been on the podcast before but i truly underestimated you know how much work and how much preparation is needed as the host prior Prior to this podcast, my old podcast, I wasn't really the one handling the topics or, you know, deliberating the questions or the one running the show, so to speak. I was kind of sort of an add-on. I was like a consistent add-on, right? So on this podcast, is my own podcast now. So the things that I took for granted, I now have to do. And I had the podcast with two of my friends that I've known for a feasible amount of time. So I figured, you know, I... I've had instances where I spent hours on the phone with both of these men. So I just figure, you know, I'll just bring up a topic, whatever it may be, throw in a few questions, and it's just going to run on for you a, free out, a few hours. But that wasn't the case that episode. So that episode in particular, I felt as though, you know, they weren't saying as much as they weren't saying as much as I thought they were going to say. Right. So I booked the studio for two hours and that episode only ended up about like, 40 minutes before uh like uh before edits so i didn't have you know i was kind of like wow like i didn't really i thought it was gonna be i thought it was gonna be there for like the whole two hours just straight talking about the about this 
uh, about the topic, but that wasn't the case. So, you know, I just kind of, I really wanted things to go really well. I had written out the questions and, you know, I was kind of planning it out in my head uh, how I wanted the episode to be structured. And I kind of, you know, planned it maybe a little too perfectly in my head. And when you do that, things never go that way anyway, right? Things never go that way. So I planned for it to go a certain way. and didn't go my way. And I there was definitely a sense of nervousness as well. You know, so I, I, I just didn't think it would feel that awkward being on the mic and introducing people because these were my friends, right? These are my friends. So I just figured that, you know, everything would just go like smoothly. Everything will fall into place. Everything will just happen seamlessly. And that wasn't the case. So that's what I felt in the first episode. The second episode, uh, the, the, the second episode, I added a lot more questions. I added a, a lot more questions. And I kind of had like two topics in the episode. So that's what I, you know, I started doing since the second episode. That's what I started doing. I kind of going into the, the studio session, I would, you know, write one page worth of one particular topic and then another page worth of a similar topic, kind of like a subtopic, so to speak. You know, so I would have one whole page of the main topic and then the second page of like a similar topic, but not quite the first topic. So that's what I started doing. And each in, each episode, like you could probably kind of tell there was a, about like two topics in each episode. So the second episode, that's what that's how I really kind of changed my format. I added one more person to my guests. I, f- I figured that, you know, around three, four guests is kind of like the sweet spot. Because, you know, conversation kind of flows a bit better. You don't feel like it's just one or two back and forths. You don't feel like it's, you know, as choppy. Sometimes, you know, there's a natural silence when it's like, if you don't have enough people, it's kind of like a natural silence there. It's kind of awkward, like, you know, like, oh, well. Then, you know, somebody has to say something to fill the silence. And then, you know, kind of disrupts the flow a little bit. So I think three is like, you know, the the kind of ideal number. Three to four guests, I think, is a, a nice number of guests to have. So I had three guests a second time and just added more topics. And I don't know. I just felt like that was kind of the formula to go with. Uh, then the third episode when you guys were <clears throat> you guys were introduced to African Prince. And he adds a whole bunch of entertainment value, man. I'm so grateful to have him around. Had him on for so many more episodes, man. And he's been, you know, he definitely ruffles people's feathers. He definitely gets under people's skin. But... You know, a lot of people say, like, you know, like, he may be wilding sometimes, but, you know, he's correct. And other people's like, well, nah, he's wilding, like, he don't. But, you know, you got to appreciate the people that are, you know, are open and transparent, man. You really got to appreciate people like that, man. The authenticity of some people, you know, that's something that's, you know, invaluable. So I definitely appreciate him for that. Third episode is when you were introduced to him and... And I've known him for so long, and we consistently have hour-long conversations on the phone but on the regular basis, on the regular basis. So, like, me, me and him are, like, real close. So, um, you know, when it comes to that, just having him on the show just makes things a lot easier for me, makes things a lot easier for me. And just because of the entertainment value that he adds and just because, like, we talk so often that it just happens naturally. It could just be me and him. We could talk for hours. So, yeah, so that's how uh, I think that's how that, that was kind of the growth of me uh, becoming the host of just having a, a better plan, just having a better plan. And I realized like the day before preparation is not for me. Ideally, I want to at least be two days ahead and I kind of go like a little run through the day before. I used to like write it out on paper, write the questions out on paper, and then you know talk about them or look at the paper. Now I throw it on my phone. So just the things to notice as a host, and also like I just try to you know mix up the mix up the flow a little bit. I don't try to ask people like one two three one two three. I try to mix it up. You know, ask the second person this time to go first, the third person to go second this time, things of that nature. Uh, let me know how, how you guys think of me as a host. Uh, I've, I've heard like 
fairly decent reviews. I'm probably not the world's best host. I'm still learning. So, yeah, but I think I did uh, I think I did a fairly decent job. I know people definitely enjoy the topics. And I feel like as a host, you kind of just, you know, just let let your guests speak, you know. But then again, you can't let them speak too much. You got to put your two cents in. And, you know, that's what I tried to do. So <sighs> what was my favorite episode? That's going to be real tough to choose. Um, Honestly, there's so many good episodes to choose from. I'm not even going to lie. I'm looking at the episode list right now and... It's really hard to choose from. Honestly, I think I'm just better off just going off each episode rather than like there's probably like a good five to six episodes that like I thoroughly enjoyed. I don't think I could really choose one that's like my favorite out of all of them. Of course, you know why Nice Guys Finished Last is the first one. You know, your first podcast episode. Just that you're hosting, you know, that's always going to be, you know, a special moment in my life, you know. So shout out to Lathan, shout out to Carlin for coming on for the episode. I greatly appreciate it. My initial instinct was to say the second episode, which was does body count matter? And what would you do if you had a micro penis? That was initially my first instinct to say was my favorite episode because Sammy Yo, Sammy is just a bundle of joy. That's my most viewed episode by far. We're almost at 200 plays with that episode. Uh, shout out to Casey Joe, too. That was just, it was just a fun episode. Like, those two, like, they're going to be real famous. I'm telling you guys. Those two, they're just like, I don't I don't know. Like, they're just, they're just fun to be around. And Sammy, she has such an authentic personality. She's very transparent. She's, she's, she's not holding any punches. And that was actually the first time me meeting her as well. So pretty interesting. I, I followed her on TikTok during quarantine early on. So what happened was, you know, I just started recording my grandma during quarantine, whatever, you know. And then I started, you know, had a, a little, some of a little following after that. And I remember, I forgot how many followers Sammy had at the point in time. But Sammy had probably like, I want to say like around like 3K. Like I followed her like really, really early on. And she had a grandmother, too. She had a funny grandma, too. So I'm not sure if I ended up on her For You page or, you know, just vice versa. But, you know, I commented on her and I said, like, oh, like, my grandma's funny, too. Something like that. Something along those lines. And, you know, we just started following each other on TikTok. And I followed her real early not real early on. She's like, oh, she's doing great, guys. She has, like, over 400,000 followers on tiktok man and she's doing so well for herself and i'm so thankful and this tiktok thing this uh you know this this thing with her is really going super well and she has you know i forgot how many followers on youtube now she's over fifteen thousand instagram i'm so happy to see her growth man and she's gonna be so big one day i don't think she understands how big and impactful she's gonna be but you know once she starts seeing numbers and she's so humble too she tried to act like she's not even famous, bro. She tried to act like she's not even famous. Shout out for Casey Joe for forcing her to start the TikTok, to start the YouTube, to get things going, to push her out there, man. Because, you know, if, imagine a, a soul like Sammy keeping that all to herself. Imagine just keeping that all to herself, keeping that all in Brooklyn and not sharing it with the world. Imagine. So definitely grateful to have her on. But yeah, I, I met her. I had talked to her on TikTok. We had followed each other on TikTok. Then we followed each other on Instagram, and then I had my grandma, like, shot her on a TikTok, and she loves my grandma. I love her grandma, so that's how we first, and then, you know, I just seen, like, the kind of, the kind of content that she posts, and I think she had, like, over, like, 150 at the time on TikTok when I asked her to come on, and she said she'd do it, and I figured she would, you know, she said she, you know, and we scheduled it. And she came in in the topic, and then she added Casey, and you know, my friend was there as well. My two friends were there as well. So, and it was just like, it was just such a great episode because things just happened naturally. For, for you to be so like naturally, like things flow that well with some with people you're meeting for the very first time is so rare, and it just happened. And you know, with her being an open book, it was great. And you know, with her. 
you don't you don't ever have to worry about her not talking enough, which is great for a podcast because you rather have too much content than not enough. So with her, the first episode, how I mentioned that, you know, my friends, I, I thought was going to talk for a lot longer. They didn't. And I kind of had the second episode. I'm not sure if she people. I was really like nervous because I'm like, damn, I'm not sure how the first episode really panned out because I'm like, I just thought it was going to be a lot better. I thought it was going to go differently the first episode. So I was kind of like, you know, like, damn, like, then, you know, like, I'm kind of, you know, I guess somewhat insecure when it comes to my content. I was kind of thinking to myself, like, yo, is this like for me? Like, maybe I'm not cut out to be a host. Maybe I'm just cut out to be just a person on the podcast, you know? So I was nervous going to that second podcast, someone I haven't met, but I figured she would give me some good viral moments or, you know, just content in general. So I was nervous going into that. And, you know, I kind of had a straight face. I kind of came off a little standoffish, which I have a tendency to do sometimes, especially around new people. So um, I was I was like, man, maybe I'm not sure if it's going to go as long as I think it is. I'm not sure, you know. But, bro, you give her any topic, she can go off on a tangent. But not only that, though, she goes off, she speaks, but then but Chin will go off like my friend Chinadu, big shout out to Chinadu. He will go off and then he will ask something. The case will ask something. I would ask something. Mike will ask something. So she not only speaks very well for like herself, but she also gets other people involved. And I was like, yo, bro, like that, that episode was like freaking clockwork. I was like, damn, this is going to be a good one. And it was the second episode and I got like over a hundred listens. I was like, bro, what? Thank you. Thank you, Sammy. So be a big shot to Sammy. So if I had to pick one. That might be, the, I think that's, that's pretty high up there, but I'm not sure if I can call that my favorite simply because I just like so many of them. The third episode, why do some black women, why do some black women dislike when they see black men with white women, right? That was the first episode with African Prince, and it was a good topic, and the two girls we had on there were absolutely perfect for the topic. Chef's Kiss, uh, Tiffany and Gigi, big shout out Gigi, big shout out Brownsville, and Tiffany, she's just so eloquent and, and well-spoken and really drove home a lot of points. Man, so, like, and just, that's a topic that, you know, is actually, like, pretty heavy in the black community. And I didn't even realize that till I went away to college. And, you know, I got ridiculed a lot. I got a lot of, you know, backlash for liking uh, white women. And I didn't really know it was a big deal because I come from Queens where everybody's with everybody. So... I just thought it was okay, and then I went over there to to Oswego, predominantly white institution, and that message was not received very well from the black community, and I, I never viewed it as an issue until then. I didn't even know it was an issue until then. So, yeah, that, that, was, a, that was a very, very good episode. I also liked the episode a lot, and, you know, you got the, the your first glimpse of the antics of African Prince and... And what he's uh, capable of saying, he can definitely rub people the wrong way. But you know, you need people to, you need people there to to speak their mind. You know, so that was a good episode. I mentioned before about you know why are you Christian. That was a great episode for me too because just because I just learned so much from the episode, and that just helped me view things differently when it comes to religion, when it comes to God, and so many unanswered questions. So that was also a great episode. Uh, why is today's music trash? Is Eminem overrated? And what's yeah yeah? Why is today why is today's music trash? And is Eminem and is Eminem overrated? That that was one studio session that I broke up into two because it was so long. And I really 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 liked that episode because uh, Coach Rich was on that episode. Coach Rich, man, I've known him since I was fourteen years old. He's been a great inspiration in my life, great motivation in my life, and he's helped me through so much. He taught me so many things about being a man. He said, you you can relate basketball to damn near anything in life, and I still have a good relationship, I still have a good relationship with him to this day. 10, 11 years later, 2014 was my first year of flushing. No, I gassed it. I gassed That's only seven years. Wow. Okay. No, no, no. I graduated in 2014. I met him in 2010. There you go. So that is 11 years. Me and Coach Rich are 11 years strong. Him and Coach Mack really helped shape a lot of my personality. Uh, gave me so much knowledge that I still use today. 
So I was so grateful for him to come out. I wasn't even sure if he was going to come out because I know he's skeptical with all this, you know, coronavirus stuff going on. And I understand he has a family. So I was so happy for him to come out and to because I needed him for this episode. The episode would not have been the same without Coach Rich. I absolutely needed him for this episode. And I was going to be real. like I was going to be upset, but I'm just like, man, the episode, I'd have been disappointed because like, damn, like the episode without him, it was just felt like, damn, like it was a good episode, but it wasn't Coach Rich type of episode, you know, and I haven't seen him in person in a while, especially, you know, with all this stuff going on. So I was, you know, just happy to see him and just the knowledge. And all of my friends were like, yo, man, great episode. The the, the people, the guests on the episode, everybody was like, yo, great episode, man. I love the episode. I love the, the atmosphere, the vibe. You know, everybody who was on the episode loved it. And, you know, African Prince, who's, you know, strict on his music stuff. He says, he says, all the, like, everybody on the episode knew what they were talking about when it came to music. And he said, like, with him, that's so rare. Coach Rich, you know, said he loved the episode a lot. And uh, Jason, I hadn't seen Jason in a while, too. I just wanted a music episode with him on it because, you know, I believe in his musical talent. Lathan on there, he's like, he looks at him, you know, at first when it came to music, I low-key underestimated him because of his youth. And, you know, I have a tendency, especially when this this new era of music is just so, like, you know, like... I didn't really adapt to it well initially. And if you're born in the 2000s, I have a tendency to not take your musical opinion that serious. But I'm telling you, Lathan specifically, he can hang with them when it comes to music knowledge. So, yeah, that was that was just a great episode, man. And he just and Coach Rich, he has a certain demeanor where he just when he speaks, you just want to listen. You just want to listen and you want to be knowledgeable and I wish I had these same philosophies when I was 15, but I digress. Uh, he knows what I'm talking about. Uh, the episode's about the superheroes. So would you allow your children to watch gay or transsexual superheroes? Is Elon Musk a superhero? Uh, and who's the most overrated superhero? That was also one podcast session, but we had so many good topics in there. I had to break that up. Because, you know, nobody wants, to, nobody wants to listen to a two-hour podcast, you feel me? So... Uh, that episode, those episodes were, were fun to me. I invited Tyrell because I haven't seen Tyrell in, you know, such a long time. So I wanted to see him. I always try to make sure the, the, the people I care about, I try to reach out to at least every once in a while. Check up on them. Check up on their family, man. Listen, you never know what somebody's going through, man. Just check up on them. Even if you don't know them that well. Like, I hit up random people that I had, like, a few interactions with. You know, that random person on Snapchat. That random person on IG. You know, sometimes I just scroll through randomly and just, you know, I'm like, let me click on this person. Because you never know what somebody's going through, man. The fact that you checked in on somebody, you could have possibly saved their life, man. And the happiest people be the saddest people behind closed doors, man. So I try to do my best to check in on, on people that I care about. And I hadn't seen Tyrell in a while. So I know this this topic wasn't really, like, his expertise. It wasn't really anybody's expertise on this episode, but... It wasn't really his expertise. He said, yeah, I don't really know much about superheroes. I was like, yo, bro, neither do me. Uh, neither do I. But, you know, we're just going to get in there. We're going to make it happen. And he was going back up to uh, college soon. So I was like, all right, so I'm going to try to get him down here before he goes back up. So I was looking for something. I had set up the episode already, but I was like, man, he's about to go back up. And I had planned on seeing him before he leaves. So I was like, all right, I'm going to just throw him on the episode. And, you know, he said he had fun, too. And the burger spot around the corner was great eats. Everybody had a good time there. Um, yeah, so that episode was fun, too. I haven't seen Yanni in a while. Big shout out. Yanni's going to be a future lawyer, man. And he, I, 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 I see the growth in, in, in his personality and just the way he carries himself. You can tell, like, he's college educated now. And not to say that he was dumb before, but I definitely see... There's a definite uh, difference in the way that he carries himself and, you know, the way he speaks and the, how deliberate he is. I can see the lawyer in him as he's laying out the reasons why Elon Musk is not a superhero. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful that, that I'm grateful that he showed up. I kind of hit him up, I think, the week of or something like that. I was trying to get people together for this episode, but, you know, it was kind of hard. Dave Vaughn, shout out, big shout out to Dave Vaughn because he got on last second. 
He got on the episode last second. I called him like the day before. And Davon's a tough man to get a hold of, man. So, you know, even if he picks up your phone call, you should be grateful. So he's a tough man to get a hold of, and he actually picked up. And it was a group FaceTime, too, like, and he just picked up. But, you know, because, <laughs> you know, when people see a group FaceTime, they're skeptical to pick up. But he picked up. He said, yo, I was like, yo, can you make it to the podcast tomorrow? I said, when and where? So what are we talking about? I said, superheroes. He said, all right. And he showed up the next day on time. Like that, bro. And he's black, by the way. Do you know <laughs> Do you know how amazing that is, bro? To be that reliable? You be called the day before? You show up to a topic you're not an expert on? Just to talk? Bro, what? And he adds good insight on top? Bro, that's GOAT status right there. I don't care what nobody says. So that was that was another great episode, too. Why nice guys finished last part too. Uh, I would say, and then uh, could you be friends with benefits? Big shout out Atika, she was there. I wish, uh, I wish we we had the mic set up a bit closer or like to, her mic was like messed up or whatever. We had, man, it, this is a wrap up. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna spill the beans. I'm gonna spill the sorry Atika. I'm gonna spill the beans. Uh, <laughs> she had she had booked the studio. I know, I know. It's a long story why she had booked the studio, but she had booked the studio. I I had actually said, what time are you trying to do? I said, we're trying to do it from like 5 to 7, 5 to 7. And she was like, okay. And she had accidentally booked it for like 5 a.m. So we get to the studio at 5 p.m., and nobody's there to open the door. Nobody's there to set things up for us. It's just we're winging it. But thankfully, the person there, big shout out, Cast Sound Labs, he had helped us out, and like he like opened the door from like his crib on his like app on his phone. Technology is crazy. He had opened the door from like like his crib, and uh, yeah, so we we had we had winged it. <laughs> we we had winged it. We had no. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't really know how to set up the mic. So her mic was messed up. That's why on that particular episode, could you be friends with benefits? She sounds so far away from the mic because I don't think her mic was ever even on. So I you know I didn't really know what to do. Um, but she she had she had great input as well. I think she was a, a little bit nervous because it was the first time on mic, first time on air, first you know, she was around people that she was meeting for the first time. She was a she was, you know, a joy to be around. I'm thankful for her to uh thankful for her pulling up. Definitely gotta get her on for season two as well. Uh, and then, you know, that was just, and, you know, uh, Rosalind, Rosalind had come on that episode as well. Uh, she, I, I've known Rosalind since like, probably like last, last year, I think. Yeah, I think last year was the first time or the year before that was the first time. And we had worked together and stuff. So, oh, I was happy for, for her to pull up and Morgan, shout out Mo Talks. She always has like great input on like on like everything. I send her my my sports my sports blogs, my regular blogs, my podcasts, and she always always has great insight. She's been supporting me since the get go. I'm thankful, very grateful to to have her around. And she has showed up for an episode. So yeah, that episode was very funny. You know, you know, African Prince went crazy that episode. Like it, he went crazy that episode, man. I don't know what what possessed him to be, you know, like I said, he's very open and transparent, but dog, he was like the most openest and most transparentest person known to man that day. Like he was open up to people he never met and he opened up to them probably a little too much and on air. Like some, some of those things he said, you figure his conversations held for, you know, off camera, but. I have fun on just on every single last one of these episodes, man. Oh, another good episode. I I almost forgot to talk about Can Spanish People Say the N-Word. Shout out to Pedro. Shout out to Alyssa. Thank you so much, guys, for, for coming on. For coming on that episode, man. For real. Uh, Pedro came a little late, you know, as most people do. I think I hit him up like a few days before. I think it was relatively short notice, and I was hoping for him to come because... 
A lot of people have backed out on me on that episode. I think like two or three people have backed out on me on that episode. And I was like, damn, like, kind of hoping, you know, just kind of scrunch people up. And, oh, what's her name? And then Alyssa, uh, Alyssa had come, had came, Alyssa had came. And I knew she was going to be great for this topic because she's very passionate about things that go on in the black community. And for that, I have a few episodes ideas uh, for her for for next season, man. And she was just great. She she you should see how prepared she came. She came with her little her little book, her little her little uh, uh, tablet. She had her facts ready to go. Like I was like, man, whoever has to sit in front of this woman to try to explain why Spanish people should say the N word, man, they're gonna have a very very hard time, man. They're gonna have a very very hard time. So I'm very thankful for her to come. That was a fun episode as well. Very cold that day. I remember it was brick that day. But that was a very good episode as well. I want to get her for sure on a couple of different episodes. If Pedro ever talks to me ever again in life, I'd like to get him on an episode as well. And guys, listen, bro. I know, listen, listen. I'm just as cheap as you, man. But, dog, it would mean the world to me if even one of you subscribes to my Patreon one of you, please. I know there's at least one of y'all. I got over 800 listens. There's at least one of you that's willing to subscribe. And hey, I know there's at least one of you that got Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, HBO Max, or Prime, or uh, what's that Amazon shipping thing? The uh, Amazon, yeah, Amazon Prime. I know at least one of you have one of those services, and you do not take advantage of it. You feel me? I know at least one of y'all got one of those, and it's just taking your bread every month, and you don't even use it. Or you're using someone else's, or your cousin forgot to pay. Either way, man, we have a lot of useless services out there, right? Patreon is only $5 a month. And on that Patreon, I have every single episode of my podcast, but... As you know, I edit the podcast down, so some of the, you know, I wouldn't say raunchy stuff, but some of the things that I just held out are on are on Patreon. Everything is unedited on Patreon. I just, <coughs> excuse me, I just I just throw it on there, and I think you guys would definitely be thoroughly entertained. I feel. And, you know, my cameraman, Mike, he be on some episodes going crazy, too. So I'll be throwing that on Patreon, you feel me? I'll be throwing it on Patreon. And if I get enough patrons to, like, if I get, like, two or three patrons, I'm telling you, I'll add, like, so much more content. I'll add, like, behind the scenes. I'll add uh, what I do for for the, the the process of creating the questions, creating the episodes. Like, I'll give you so much more content. I'll give you, like, extra blogs. I, oh, you guys, I have a blog, too. If you guys like basketball... I have one. I have one about basketball. And it's about topics. I like topics that are overlooked. Important topics that are overlooked. Right? So I have that one for basketball. And then I have another one for similar topics that we talk about on the show. On a show, on a podcast, we talk about a lot more funny stuff too. But, you know, a lot of the serious questions. I have similar topics on my blog. Check the... Check the links in the description, man. I don't even care about you following me on Instagram or whatever, donating or whatever. I don't really care about that. I care about, you know, just just give me a look on the other links, right? So just check me out on Medium. That's the blog site that I use. Check me out on Patreon. Uh, just uh, I'm YouTube. And another thing I have coming, a lot of these hard-hitting, thought-provoking questions that I have on, on the podcast... I took some of those same questions to the streets. Big shout out Khalees, Khalees, Khalil Waldron. Big shout out Khalil Waldron. And he's one of the best videographers in New York City, man. If you don't know, now you know. Deuce Flux on Instagram. Me and him, we went to Manhattan, Brooklyn, and Queens, and we asked random people some of the same podcast questions. So He's going to, you know, edit it. It's going to make it all nice and good looking for me. And, you know, when be on the lookout for that. So, yeah, so I have my YouTube in there. My TikTok, I have over 40,000 followers. 
I have my Twitter on there. You may not like me on there. <laughs> yeah, I sometimes ruffle people's feathers there. I have my Instagram on there, but the things I want you to focus on mainly is the blogs. The blogs, let me know what you think. The Patreon, you feel me? I know somebody, somebody, one of these over 800 listens, somebody can give me $5 a month, which is $60 for the year. You don't even use Netflix anymore. You don't even use it. Just try it out. Just try me out. See see what you got to say. You feel me? If it's, you feel like it's not worth it, unsubscribe. You feel me? But I'm also, I'm willing to listen to people. Like, a lot of people, they feel as though they, they want to do things a certain way. They don't like to listen. I'm willing to listen to people. You feel me? Let me know what you guys think. I'm honestly willing. I want to change it to, you know help people out. I want to change it to your liking. You feel me? I'm nothing without you guys. So let me know what you think. Now to wrap this up, I'm going to talk about what I'm looking forward to in season two and three. So for season two, I plan on to, yeah, as you know, this is the, this is the season finale. You feel me? The, these podcast bookings ain't cheap now. <laughs> These podcast bookings ain't cheap, but we in a pandemic, so you feel me? Like, for 10 episodes, it's $600, right? There's 15 on there, so you do the math, right? So, but yeah, so I just, uh, season two, I'm looking forward to. I'm going to focus on a lot more uh, controversial topics. I'm going to be focusing on a lot more controversial topics, so... You know, as I said before, things that can ruffle people's feathers a little bit. So, some of the topics I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you guys, I'll give you guys. Let's see, five topics that I have planned to talk about in season two. Do white people have culture? And are you proud to be white? Right. Right. Can Spanish people say the N word? Part two. These are some tough ones, man. Should we bring back segregation? Before you guys jump the gun on that, I know a lot of black people that say we should have never, uh, we should have never uh, integrated. I know a lot of black. I thought like, wow, like I know there's black people out there pushing for segregation. Some people in Black Lives Black Lives Matter as well believe that we should be segregated because they feel as though the white leaders aren't doing their job. So before you get jumped up and riled up, a lot of people, black people, do believe that we should have segregation. So, And I'll go one more. Oh, here's a good one. What was God doing during slavery? That's a good one. So yeah, these are some just some examples of, of the questions that I have coming up. For for season two, a lot of a lot of controversy involved with a lot of those questions. A lot of questions that you know people don't kind of want to face. That sometimes people think about, but you know they kind of either ignore it or they just don't want to face the reality of those questions. And they, you know, certain questions people run from. So season two, I'm gonna try to have some questions and topics where you know we're not running from it. Yeah, season two, we're definitely going to have to face some adversity, but it is what it is. So, yeah, after season two, I'm going to probably take another break and I'm going to really try to look for one or two, one or two sponsors for season two. I really want to try to find somebody, you know, I feel as though we're good enough for even, you know, even a free sponsor to start off, you know. Yeah, I definitely feel as though we can find somebody out there for sure. Um, so after season two, which I'm probably I'm probably gonna aim for another ten episodes, depending on how I break it up. After season two, I'm gonna really like lock in and take another break and try to really look for a sponsor. And then season three, which, you know, depending on how things go, might be withheld till next year after another break from season two. 
season three, I plan on doing more interviews. So I already have an interview set up with Sammy. When she hits a million on TikTok, she already promised me an interview. Uh, she already promised me an interview for that. Uh, I know this YouTuber, uh, the Jolly Olive. Shout out to the Jolly Olive. Um, he promised me when he gets to 100K on YouTube, I'll get an interview. Uh, big shout out, Famous Mike. He promised me when he gets to 50K on Instagram that I'll get an interview. So season three, I kind of really want to focus on interviews. You know, kind of get to know people, you know, off cam or off mic or, you know, just interviewing people with some sort of influence, but getting to know the real them, getting to know, getting to know the personality, getting to know, you know, the person behind the art, basically, is that those are my goals for season three. I haven't thought ahead to season four yet, but that's what I want for for season three. Season three is a, a little while away from now, but you know you always got to think ahead. And season two, you can expect. I want to say late May, early June. Probably should be around the time where I'm returning. Uh, outside of that, I'm starting a reaction channel with African Prince. So keep a lookout on all that stuff. Follow me on Instagram for updates on that. Uh, like I said before, a lot of the podcast questions, I took them to the streets and asked random people what they think of this you know, this particular question. What's some of the questions that I asked? Or I asked, I asked some men, what would you do if, if you had a micro penis? I asked some women, uh, I asked some women, could you date a man with a micro penis? I asked both men and women, does body count matter? I asked both men and women, does body count matter? I asked, I asked some people on the street, mind you, on the street, uh, why do some black women dislike when they see black men with white women? I asked that one. I asked another one. Well, it's not a podcast question, but you know, you know, you know. I'm not even gonna give the. I'm not even gonna get that one. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta subscribe to the YouTube, which is always in the description. Subscribe to the YouTube, man, and I'm gonna start posting stuff there probably sometime in March. Sometime in March should be relatively soon. I know Khalil got my back. I know he's also busy himself. He has a whole bunch of side projects and he has a whole bunch of side projects and, you know, other things to do. And I'm not the only one he's working with and he has a job. So, you know, I can't give him, you know, a demanding time frame, so to speak. But, you know, as long as the, the content's already recorded, it just has to be edited and put out there. And once it is, you'll know, man. Again, I appreciate every single last one of you, man. I love each and every single last one of you, man. And if you don't believe that, just know that God loves you. You feel me? Thank you so much. That is a wrap on the very first season of Important Miscellaneous Talks. I'm your host, Glassfield Crossfield. Thank you so much for listening.